0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host Parker Moon. This is
1: Brett Fifty One,
2: and this is your co-host Daniel Phillips. I'm really mad. I was going to say I was Daniel Seven, but I wasn't going to do the same joke right after Brett did his joke.
0: You could have said like Daniel Prime, or like uh, the Imposter Daniel. There was multiple Ooh. options there. We are a weekly book club podcast where every week we uh, we gather around. And we talk all things books and books related. Hey. I... Uh, and didn't we go I,
1: over I'm sorry? Why didn't I say Brett 420? You
0: you could have said Brett 420, which would, is funny because it's like the weed number. Yeah. Um so we're we are a book podcast pl- pod podcast. We do and learn we talk a lot. So this is could be a pod class. This is a pod class where we teach you about one book that we read as a group. Like a Socratic seminar. This month, we read Dark Matter by Blake Crouch, which I'm certain y'all got from our really funny jokes. Hey, why, does it, <laughs> why doesn't he just stand up? Who? Blake? Blake, Blake Crouch. <laughs> oh, hey, save that for later in the podcast, guy. We can't give away our best material at the top of the show.
2: Oh, no, not the best material.
0: That's the, be- that's the best material that we have.
1: Dan was laughing uh, so hard he had to mute himself.
0: Yeah. Brett, Brett texted me like months ago and was like, dude, I have this joke for Dark Matter. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to get into short stories where we catch up and talk about each other's lives? Yes. I want to know about y'all's lives.
2: I've got something good for you guys this week. So it is with it. Um, I went to the gym. I've been going to the gym again, you know, getting swole, getting big.
0: Have you? I want to go so bad. I haven't been yeah. in forever.
2: I've climbed three times this week nice. so far, um, but I really wanted an audiobook to listen to while at the gym and while driving to the gym um, and didn't really have anything I was like looking for, just kind of scrolling through Hoopla, trying to find something interesting or, or exciting or fun that I wanted to read. And I came across a series of unfortunate events. Hoopla has all 13 of them on there. God, there's thirteen so, now. Yeah, yeah. They've there, been thirteen. I mean, they've been. Yeah, they've been thirteen. <laughs> They're not still just getting. Written. No, these are not new, Brett. The thirteenth <laughs> always... just dropped. Just now. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, I was like, oh, cool. I, I actually never finished that series. Uh, I think I'm I read like. Events. Yeah, I'm unfortunate. I, thank you. Uh, I think I read like ten or eleven of them as a kid. And so, And they keep.
0: They keep making
2: them. They keep coming out. Yeah um i was like oh cool i'll try this out so i got the the first three and they're voiced by tim curry which is just Ooh. amazing to begin I love with that.
0: but hey guys remind me who tim curry is
2: and the our listeners best, uh, Clu, i know you know clue yeah and you know the hotel clerk from home alone
1: and you know the pennywise he played pennywise and in the, the, original the original Pennywise it movie yeah, Parker looks so I confused. Definitely I definitely
0: know Tim Curry. He's he great. does a
2: ton of voice acting too. I mean, he's are you thinking of over... Steph
0: Curry? Okay, was he, he the Joker for a little bit? He might have been. He's a huge
2: like villain voice actor. Yeah, I think or he is a it used Joker to be. A uh, but it's it's narrated by but Tim I, Curry. I think
0: I think you're thinking of um of I'm Morbius. not one like Parker that
2: sentence. No, um, but the first book. I don't think they're all like this. I've listened to two of them so far. Um, the first book is fully voice acted like they have a different voice actor for every single oh, that's character so cool. that's amazing and then they do um, fully sound work for all of the scenes and a full soundtrack for the book and it's an hour and a half like full on production it's incredible that's
0: awesome hey Dan can you give me some examples of the foley work that they do
2: yeah um <laughs>
0: Okay, that's actually pretty good. Wow. (laughs) Was that like creaky door?
2: That was creaky door. And then Olaf going up the steps can be like...
0: You're good at Foley work.
2: Thank you. That's all with my really old chair. But anyway, (laughs) it's like full Foley work. Um, But the best thing... I wish I could play the song, but I'm worried about copyright, which is probably stupid because no one will ever listen to this.
0: Can you hum it?
2: No, I can't. So they have a band called the Garthic Gothic Archies that did a full album for the audiobook series and it is incredible. I I will send you guys um some of the songs from it but for book 2 the Reptile Room they wrote a song for the intro called in the Reptile Room and it's like a full accordion gothic. That is amazing. Jig. You know it's amazing. I've never it's the best. I-
0: I've never read this series. Is it on um did you find it on Libby or Hoopla? Like you've never read series on
2: like any of them?
0: No. That's it's crazy. it's a big gap in my childhood reading. Yeah. I'm
2: telling you right now this week go to Hoopla um through our library and get the audiobooks. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can definitely. read the you can the every book is like probably 120 to like 300 pages. They're all yeah. obviously very short. So the audiobooks are like an hour and a half to 4 hours probably. I I'm gonna read to the, this whole
0: series, like
2: yeah. I listened to wow. the first book, The Bad Beginning is the um the main production. I listened to the like just straight. I just listened to the whole thing. Um,
1: I listened it was to the nom- original ones, but not these new ones. Yeah, you gotta check out <laughs> yeah, the new ones. Brett hasn't checked out the new ones, the ones that um, keep dropping.
2: But the first one was nominated for a Grammy what? for like a children like music production. Yeah, it it's was so it's so great, cool. it's amazing. It's so cool. So everyone should check that out. And that's what I've been reading. I've been reading the series Unfortunate Events.
0: That's so fun.
2: Yeah. I can't believe you've never. Do you like know anything about the story?
0: I know that there's Lemony Snicket and the kids. I, I watched the, the movie with Jim Carrey. Does that okay. count as anything? Yeah. Like I, I, I know. I know of it. I, I culturally like it was you know most a lot, too. Okay. And I yeah. know what it is because like a lot of my friends read it. But for some reason, it was just one of those things growing up. They're amazing
2: that yeah yeah,
0: i don't know i don't know why it like uh fell through one of like those cultural gaps for me but um yeah i'll have to check that out
2: but that's my
0: short story sweet uh brett how's your week been pal
1: it's been pretty good um i am gonna come back to back weeks with mike flanagan news (laughs) um our our flan our flanagan expert on the ground uh so this is, I probably should have just saved it all for, for one, but, um, for all the fans of the dark tower series, um, he is, uh, has the rights to the series and he's going to adapt it for Amazon, which is pretty gigantic. Cause that's like his yeah. career, like Everest. Yeah. In that's his huge own words.
2: Amazon's really taken on these like expansive series right now yeah you know
0: it's kind of cool too because amazon started as like the book the book place where you buy books electronically or books uh you know from a garage and I, yeah from a garage and now i mean now jeff bezos rules the world no as like it's corporate dictator, greed but <laughs> it's cool that they're at least paying homage to books by uh picking up all these book series for their tv platform. yeah
1: he has uh and I feel like this is always a good sign for for shows and stuff. But he has five seasons and two follow up movies planned out already, not written but like outlined. Man, so he's here to make it good. Do we know
0: oh, if if Flanagan and and uh, Stephen King have have around before? Have they have they messed around together? In, they, in previous times? they're.
1: I think they're on good terms because he made Doctor Sleep, and he. Oh right. Oh, okay. So they cool. have. He had to kind of toe the line because he made it as a sequel to the original Shining movie, which Stephen King famously hates. Yeah. And so he had to kind of pay homage to that while also making Stephen happy in the new movie. So it's like he kind of like walked a tightrope to make Stephen happy, but he was still allowed to be like, yeah, Yeah, that movie was doomed to
0: fail that you weren't going to please anybody because it wasn't true to the book because it had to be true to the movie. But the mo- the original movie, wasn't true to the book, and it wasn't a true like Shining sequel because the Doctor Sleep such a
1: different story. It was, I mean, I personally enjoyed it, but it did not do great at the yeah. box office. So, Quite but I think pretty pleased. Um, I think I think they're they're cool with each other, and he always says that. He, and I mean, he's done so much King stuff, and he always pays homage to him. So I think I would guess that they're they're buddies, but not like Sweet. maybe not close. But I mean, I assume he would have consulted him somewhat for for this yeah i hope so i uh i really i mean you know this y'all know
0: this but i really love the the it movies and yeah i hope that um they're done to the same caliber because i feel like a lot of stephen king's works have been adapted recently like it's i feel like we're hitting like another uh like groundswell of adaptations and i yeah. feel like it's been a pretty 50 50 split of like excellent and then just like kind of all right um, right, like what was yeah. the the show that we watched with Jason Bateman? He like produced it. Um, I think it was Apple TV. Uh,
1: yes. Oh, the The Outsider. Yeah, uh, no, that was HBO. Yeah, that was HBO. that was called The Outsider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it
0: was good. It was good. Don't right. get me wrong, but it also like it wasn't amazing. It didn't like stay with me. Right. I think um, you're thinking
2: of Outsiders
0: with oh your golden pony boy.
2: Yeah, but soda pop.
0: <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got it um jason bateman's not
2: in that movie or book
0: you're right but a lot of famous people are hey
1: and and parker news are are you are you good i was just gonna say oh yeah so yeah hopefully hopefully now that he doesn't have to toe the line he can make like a true adaptation because like you said with dr sleep it was he had to kind of like give up some stuff to to make everybody happy so there is there's drawbacks because of that hopefully
0: now it's good and Flanagan, I trust because oh, his yeah. Netflix shows 100%. are amazing, and he's really funny. He's he's a really charming individual on TikTok.
2: Yeah, it is scary yeah. though, because like director aside, it's such a long series that like, I mean, this is the worry with Wheel of Time. Like, they're gonna get two seasons in and drop you know viewers by twenty percent and be like, ah, we, we there's no point making eight more seasons of this, and so it's scary to have like this huge book series with five seasons already being thought about
0: also if it does do well think about the time commitment that he just like signed up for that's like 10 years of your life yeah a lot of time of of writing getting things adapted like you know just like everything about the the process post-production and everything like that's that's a a chunk of your human life that's a doozy and a half
1: um but yeah so sorry uh parker you were you were you were about to say what's uh what's going on in Parker World. In Parker
0: World, uh my finger is not broken. And y'all y'all know about this, but the the listeners don't. So I wanted to share the fun anecdote of of our uh company Christmas party. Uh so for longtime listeners, I think know this. Um we don't talk about it often, but Dan and I work at the same company. Um and they just brought back uh the like christmas party and what i mean by brought back is like every year they threw this like awesome annual christmas party in downtown um at like the westin hotel is always super fancy you get dressed to the nines like really nice like ballroom style dressing uh and it's like good food and an open bar and everything so like the company does it right but then covid happened and it just didn't it didn't exist for like the past what three four years something like that
2: uh yeah three years
0: Three years. Um, so they brought it back and it was very, very fun and uh, had a great time. And all my coworkers are the sweetest. And uh, we, I think, I think I can speak for Dan and say that we all had a good time, um, but worst time, worst time, uh, upon arriving home, Brett was kind enough to pick us up also because we were all drunk and fools, um, at, <sighs> in, at this time of night uh, I was getting out of Brett's truck and I slammed my finger in the car door, <laughs> which like, so I was talking about this with some, w- with one of my coworkers and, and she's really kind. She's a little bit older and she was saying like, you know, you think you'd outgrow that kind of stuff when you become an adult, you know, like those kind of things that you like wake up and you're just like so embarrassed because you're like, you feel like such a doofus. So yeah. you'd, you'd think at some point like you outgrow that and you become like this mature like person but you never really do yeah Um, so i I had a
2: finger every week
0: i mean yeah every week i'm getting better guys this it was yeah um no but uh i i really like i felt so embarrassed and silly because that seems like something that shouldn't happen to an adult human an adult human that's functioning and and knows how to close and open doors uh but it did happen and i was really concerned that it was more injured than it is but it's healing up quite nicely um, but if anyone's, if anyone is interested, there is a very, very funny, uh, ring doorbell captured video of all of us like opening, like trying to get into our house to, I just to play get the my audio finger on ice. No, so we shouldn't because there's a lot of like heavy swearing. <laughs> um, and so I, uh, for, for listeners who might not be about that, um, Know know that going like uh, if you if you want to see this you know just reach out to us and we'll be happy to share. Um, but I I definitely did let some swears loose because my finger was in in quite some pain. But it is very funny also.
2: It's really good content because you really get a glimpse into uh, how we all act in situations where a friend is in pain.
0: Yes um. yes. Is it good? Is it like a microcosm honestly of all of our personalities? Uh, like I'm, I, well, I mean, I'm dying. Like I'm whining like a baby. um Brett's like so carefully, like trying to He's so tenderly trying to take care of me, like make sure that I'm not hurt. Like I was trying to reach for my keys in my jacket pocket, but my finger was hurting, and so, so I pathetic. couldn't. And like Brett got them for me out of my jacket, and then yeah, and then Dan walked Dan up, laughed, turned around, and went home. <laughs> And the best reaction. Uh my wife, uh, she also was kind of pretty goofy about it. And she was just like very she was like feeling she was feeling good. She was like, why why'd you do that? Like, what are you doing? Why do you why'd you do that? And I was like, I just I, I don't over know. and over
2: again. Hey, why'd you break your finger?
0: Yeah, why'd you break your finger? That's the dumb. best part about the
2: story is the next day Sober Parker was convinced that it was my fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was not. like,
2: Parker, you know you like no one was even around the truck when you slammed your finger in it. Like we were all out of the vehicle in the yard. And then I'm still
0: not convinced that it wasn't (laughs) you. And I was too drunk to realize at the moment, but
2: Oh God, we need, you know, live and learn.
0: We had a lot of fun. Everyone was safe. Nobody drove intoxicated. Thank you, Brett. Um, so yeah, it was great. I, I love Christmas parties. I love holiday things in general. Um, so I hope everyone's having a good holiday so far. And I also I finished um the thing I'm most afraid of, which was the the book that my niece recommended to me. And it was it was very lovely cool. and I'm very excited because I get to see her over Christmas break and I'm gonna tell her that I read it and and talk about it with her.
2: Very nice. Uh, should we go to discussion? Because we got a kind of a long one. With yeah. It's the Dark Matter week. talk.
0: Let's do it. Does anyone okay, want to so, give us that quote of the week?
2: Yeah, we'll just go to quote of the week first. Uh, our quote is from Hannah P., quote, chemist coming in hot. And this honestly, is honestly the
0: fourth member of the podcast at this at point, this I'd point, like yeah, to say. At this point, yeah. We, like, well no be. one's even even come close. I know Zach Dyson was running the show for a little while as, as uh, you know, sending in quotes, but Hannah's been uncontested for quite some time. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, Hannah.
2: Um, I guess just a little context this is a sci fi multiverse book. And so that. If you haven't read it, there you go. And this quote kind of uh, alludes to that. So, uh, from Blake Crouch's Dark Matter, uh, from Hannah P., maybe I can let go of the path not taken because the path not taken isn't just the inverse of who I am. It's an infinitely branching system that represents all the permutations of my life between the extremes of me and Jason, too. Nice. Dark I love Matter. It. Dark matter. I think that's beautiful. I mean that that's a pretty yeah. good
0: I mean that honestly that quote is kind of like the uh It's like a synopsis it, it, of the book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and much. it kind of and it kind of encapsulates like the theme of of the book. So like if you read that and you're interested um in and, and what that's about, then that's a pretty good selling point for the entire story.
2: Yeah. Um I I will give a quick synopsis before we go into discussion, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. Um I've already said it, it's like a multiverse book, but I had the luxury of going into this book completely blind. I did not know a single thing about it, and so I'm not really going to give a lot of details because I think it's a very good uh, less is more type of thing. So um, I'll say it again, it is a multiverse book, It's uh, you follow one main character on his journey through kind of branching universes, but I don't want to go into why or how because I think it's really cool and it's really good high points of the book but just know it's it's in my opinion all in all it's a love story of a man just like trying to get back to his wife and there is a lot of really crazy things that happen uh throughout and on the way and I'll just leave it at that unless you guys want to give some more
0: no i think i think that's perfect
2: okay cool and then we'll go into spoilers now and actually talk about it but if you haven't yeah. read it and you are interested um less is more don't don't read anything more just yeah pick up this thing and get to it It's very good
1: i completely agree and it's not that long of a read either just no super short check it out it's a
2: when (laughs) especially when it comes to books that we've picked for the podcast we've picked some big boys this year and this one was like 300 pages which was i was gonna
0: say having it be 300 instead of like 650 was a nice change of pace
2: yeah yeah good book um so initial thoughts hit me with them
0: uh, I mean, so I think you kind of hit the the nail on the head for what I was going to say with initial thoughts. I had no clue what it was about. I uh, had kind of like uh, had an idea kind of just from the cover and I knew it was sci-fi, uh, but I really didn't know the like macro scale of like the plot or anything like that. Uh, yeah. So I, I really liked it. I think it asked some really, really interesting questions. Um, and I... I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm I'm interested to have discussion specifically about the last third of the book because oh, I think this right. book can be like chopped up into thirds pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I'm I have because I'm I'm torn I'm I'm a little conflicted on the uh, the end. So we'll talk about that because I I'm I'm interested to hear y'all's thoughts. But I I really I had such a fun ride with it. Um, and I think I said this to you guys a couple times while I was reading it. It reads like a uh, uh um I'm blanking on the word it it reads I mean it reads like a movie it it reads yeah. like it is a it, like it, you could just picture this as as a, a movie or a film like it just it um it's very fast paced and action you know not like over the top actiony but like keeps you hooked the entire time
2: there's always something going on yeah. There's always very, like very tangible intense. scenes happening.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brett, what about you? Um, Yeah, no, I loved it. It was so good. And not, I also didn't know, I, I had heard, I think I was the last one to start. So I'd heard from you guys that it was amazing. And so I went into it and obviously with like, nowadays we know a lot about sci-fi stuff. So I was like, I kind of got the plot down pretty quickly, but there are so many times when I was like, okay, well, I didn't see it go in that direction. Like, I thought it was just going to be, like, a linear, like, multiverse, maybe time travel at first type thing. And then it kept getting, like, twisting and getting more intense. And I was like, okay, I I would look down and, you know, see, like, the page count left and the time left on the audiobook, And I'm like, oh, you know, he's probably just going to get back, somehow defeat this other Jason, Jason and get Danielle back. But then it, like flipped a whole nother gear again and i was like whoa so, but yeah, well, so every step of the way it just kind of blew me away to that point brett i i think you're exactly right i could have read
0: uh, 50 different versions of this book right it, it kind of going along with the theme of it but like i when i first uh now that we're in the, the spoiler free zone when, when jason first enters the box and he goes to this other world i was convinced that the the like the laboratory i can't even remember the name of it um like the his team something
1: rocket already. yeah and like the city or something yeah velocity yeah.
0: so i thought like they might be the main antagonist you know and jason too was kind right. of like the sub antagonist but i i was convinced like oh this could be like 90 percent of this book is just this one and he's gonna like right parallel universe here. right so like that that was kind of um where my head was at, I was like oh this is, this is where the book's going and then I, I think it took some delightful twists and turns in so many different ways with like his journey in the box with Amanda uh, and then and then obviously in the third act with all of the the multiversal Jasons um, but I feel like it could have been it could have gone in any of the different directions that it kind of set up for the plot and I would have been happy reading any of those books as well yeah yeah uh, did y'all have a favorite character
2: oh Amanda for sure, Amanda. Yes, yeah, Thanks, it's Amanda.
1: Man. Amanda. There's um, so many times I wanted to, like, and I get it. Uh, you know, he is a man lost out of time. He, there's, he's under a lot of stress.
2: No, but Jason, no excuse. That man pissed the, me off so much.
1: <laughs> he pissed me off so many times because I'm like, and Amanda, I'm like, just she was had every right to like wring his neck and be like, you are the smart one here. Like, obviously, she's a doctor, but like, you're the smart scientist. How would you, How do you keep forgetting about yeah. what the situation that we're in right now? Like, the
2: quarantine world made me want to, like, kill Jason myself.
0: <laughs> Where he's, he's just, like, walking around during the right. plague, and he's like, ah, you know,
1: no big deal. God,
2: so stupid.
1: Yeah, which, for all we know, he could have brought something back. of To <laughs> a, a new universe, true.
2: yeah. He could have destroyed two universes. Wow, oh, idiot. Yeah. Um, no, Amanda was my favorite. Just, she's the level-headed kind of keeps the story on the path also very ambiguous ending with amanda
1: <laughs> which very cool and we were going to talk about that too because yeah. um i mean i guess we can do that now yeah let's yeah, let's get let's into get it because i think Amanda's a vir-
0: really really fascinating character so let's let's jump into that conversation
1: the behind the
2: scenes of amanda is, is kind of what i was thinking of is she's paired with this guy that in literally every single multiverse, he can't keep his grubby little paws off of like what that Jason is doing. Right. Um, and like there's probably Amanda's in those multiverse too, and she's still set straight of like, hey, let's get back home. Let's right. not worry about this stuff. And he just he cannot do it. <laughs> her world is ruined. He her just life could is ruined, not too. do it. Her life is absolutely shattered. Yeah. <laughs> and she just kept on trucking on.
0: I have a question for y'all that I don't I don't think it was ever explicitly answered. Do y'all think Jason too, so like the the first Paradox Jason from her universe and her were an item at some point, or were, were together?
2: I would kind almost of- say no, because do, do you think so? Does it say that? Because she seems it, to be feel- so much like, more attracted to this Jason. Not attracted, but she says multiple times of like, oh, you're much different, you're you know, so that's that's kind of nicer, why i thought she kinder. did because so yeah, they yeah. they
0: had the conversation about her being his psychiatrist right and that right. was kind of the story um but there was multiple times where their relationship was not that of a a you know psychiatrist and her patient hmm. in, in like the su- in the subtle writing of like they yeah. have like lingering looks or her even just all the times when she would comment about like you're different. Like you're kinder, you're softer. Yeah. You're, like th- there was some intimacies there that like, yeah, you can definitely make the case like that. It, it surely could have been just from their like business relationship that she knew yeah, all that that's stuff. That's how I took it. But I kind of took it as she loved Jason, oh, like Jason too, even. Um, But they weren't, they weren't meant to be. Obviously he wasn't happy and he left, he left her but then when she got this new Jason, she saw what could have been, but she was still selfless enough to give it up for him to get back to his wife, which I thought was like, oh, I, I mean, that that could all be, um, you know, conjecture or me kind of reading nothing in between the lines. But I felt like that they, I, I, I feel like she did love him and never made it expressly, you know announced or, or pronounced so that it wouldn't be a distraction for him trying to get back to his family which i think is kind of a more selfless love than um is given credit
1: yeah it was pretty seamless i feel like they connected pretty quickly and pretty easily
0: one, one i will say one of my favorite parts of the book was when they were in the hotel together the night before she leaves and they're cuddling together. Um, you know they're they're both on the run after like all of this traumatic experience, and they have that almost interaction of romance, right? They all they they almost kiss, and she says something along the lines of like, "Do you want me to go to the other bed?" And he says like, or or there's inner monologue about saying of of like him uh, saying like, "I could have probably had." This life with her, I, pr- I, we could have probably settled down somewhere and yeah. made a good life for each other, but that's not me. And the reason I like that so much is because I didn't want a love triangle. And I also didn't want another um, like book uh, about infidelity or like men being shitty, because I feel like that's <laughs> just so common in in real life, you know, that like reading a book about a, a man who's really just very much in love with his wife and not willing to sacrifice that or jeopardize that for comfort or, uh, you know, an alternate version of reality was nice to read about.
1: Yeah. What What do you guys think happened to, uh, to Amanda? What do you hope happened to her?
2: Oh, she's fine. I mean, her, her mental is much stronger than Jason. So yeah. I imagine she survived. 100%. Yeah whatever happened to her she's thriving
0: i hope she goes back to that future world the one not not the, yeah, future world, but the one where she too. the one that she kind of navigated them towards when they were yeah. first trying to learn how to navigate the the box the tesseract and she had thought up of like the world that it was so far beyond the technological advances and that was her dream and then they were there but she also sacrificed that for Jason. So I, I hope that she ended up back there or somewhere like that.
2: Freaking Jason,
1: man.
0: Jason well, Dessen.
1: God, this guy. What do you... How do you guys think... Uh, it sounds like the answer is going to be not good. How do you guys think he handled Jason 9? How do you think he handled uh, the multiverse uh, duplicate situation?
2: Like the the Battle Royale?
1: Yeah, just how... From when he... Like the moment he found out to um so you're, you're
0: talking about like the, the like everything not the last third of the book right with all of the jasons you're talking about
1: um, how, how I did mean, he I handle guess,
0: his traversal
1: yeah we can talk in general but also the ending i guess yeah let's yeah. just let's just grade jason on his his uh his adventure and how he how he handled everything
2: so pretty traumatic start yes. i'll give yes. him that he had, he had a little me. rough beginning um but didn't handle the the ship at sea section. I, I would say part two of the book, all that great. Yeah he kinda he kinda butt Loved fumbled it. around a little bit. Yeah. Part three, I think he handled it. He got his wits well. back. He got his wits back. Yeah. He kind of figured some stuff out. I love the like the random idea. Like I can't I can no longer make choices. Everything has to be random. I've got to do something that, yeah, that and so Jason cool. wouldn't do. That was good. That was smart um didn't start great though
0: yeah you know so i i actually i really like jason as a character as a main character i think he uh like i said earlier like was refreshingly in love with his spouse which like i feel like i've just been too inundated with like content about like less than desirable men who like you know like i feel like that's just like played and exhausting and also like too many examples of that in the real world um, so having uh, a protagonist who's just like really, really in love with his wife was nice to read about. I loved and, every, and the every time. And the, what? and the multiverse
1: version of his wife,
0: and what? And the multiverse version was. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, still, but but and, God, and to that poor woman. Freaking I mean, to Jason. your
0: to your point, and 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 to that point, like uh, with what happens to uh, Earth to Daniela, like he is, goes through some really, really incredibly traumatic stuff. And so I loved the dialogue that the book had about like, what is it that makes us who we are, right? Is it, is it something that's ingrained into our DNA or is it experiences? And I think that's what a lot of the second part when he was going through his big struggle wanted you to ask of yourself because he was staring at, you know, all these other Jasons. Once, once they kind of got the hang of it, um, but he wasn't able to get back to his universe uh, when he was staring at all these other Jasons that were almost exactly like him, that had everything that he wanted, that had a comfortable yeah. life, his, his wife—you know—it was—it was almost perfect. Um, and then he—he he in turn fell apart and almost became Jason too, right? He—he he like had contemplated right. doing. He was
2: in the bedroom with him one night. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, yeah.
0: That—that was—that was dark. Um, but I—I I just I like that. Uh, I like the conversation of like him choosing good um and and all but like also how how like stability and when things that are like what you take for granted are removed from you how quickly your uh like mental fortitude can collapse um right so i don't know i mean i was i was very very invested in him as a character i i really liked his like dialogue his point of view stuff um
2: the, seems um, like a good dude the art yeah. gallery scene when he asked Daniela out for coffee had me, like, cringing inside of myself. Cause oh, yeah, the, when she was, like, not interested at all. She doesn't know who, who he is at all. I was like, oh, that yeah. is heavy torture.
0: Yeah. Okay, so traveling, we're traveling through our box now to part three of the story because I want to talk about this because this is where I had the most, um, I would say, like, uh, like, contention reading the book. I think it was fantastic and i was on board with everything and then you have the revelation of all of the other multiversal jasons who also made it back um this is when our jason becomes jason 9 and you have all of these jasons that are that are essentially him right these jasons were only branches of after they had escaped and flown the ship successfully back so this isn't like jason's the same exact life Right, like this is these aren't Jasons that have lived like evil lives or, or, or like evil doppel- yeah. doppelgangers. These are the same man, m- like plus or minus a couple traumatic experiences here, or there. Right. Not
2: even knowing if our Jason is in his actual world because there's no way of telling.
0: Right, right. So um, I don't know. Like, did did y'all? So I, I had I have a couple questions on here. One, did y'all think the ending was happy? Did y'all think it was good? So,
2: I think it was an escape,
1: yeah, I think it was as good as it could have been, but I do think i I kept thinking, what if there is better Jason's because he still did some some wild stuff where he, like you said, the bedroom stuff, all that was there a version of him that never lost the plot, like kept his kept his mental fortitude? Exactly. Made it back. Was focused the whole time. Never did anything bad. It like, was is there a version of him that's like like better? Is it just yeah. because he got to Danny first and he was the most clever? I I mean, essentially yes. And that that's the part of the story that
0: I think I have the most problem with because while I so it kind of it almost turned into a Black Mirror ending to me, right? right? Like where. Not, I'd say like 75% of the book I was like yes we're fine we're following the same character it's good we're gonna have a climax and I'm not gonna be like confronted with any sort of like existential philosophical <laughs> dilemmas and then you get to this ending where this happens and the entire time I was thinking that exact same thing Brett of like man all like there could be all of these other really good Jasons I mean essentially right. it's like all all of these other characters are the same one with like one or two minor changes and they either died brutally in the pursuit of trying to find Daniela by their own hand or they were just left in this dimension with no way of traveling again with like th- that whole universe is wrecked by the way because there's also <laughs> gonna be dead Jason deaths yeah. all like they they it's gonna have be infinite, really right messed with that universe. And our Um, Jason
2: just dips.
0: He just, he just escapes. And so I, I was really challenged by the end. As much as I love the book and think it's really good. I don't think that the ending left me happy, which I don't, you know, that's not a metric of like, if it's good or not, but I'm just saying like it left me with this kind of like weird mix of like, like I was, I was happy for Jason a little bit, Danny and and Charlie. But, but even still, so the the thing that's interesting is like. The, you There could be uh 15 or 40 or 4,000 different versions of Dark Matter, right? Yeah. And say you got the copy of Dark Matter where Jason went through one separate door and then he makes it back and he's Jason 7. And then yeah. imagine you're reading that book about Jason 7 who doesn't get with Danielle and Charlie and, and then screwed. he ends up at the warehouse at the end with a gun pointed at him when, when, and another Jason escapes with his kid and wife and that's yeah. the end. Like there, there are – in fact – Blake Crouch should have thought about that and released a couple versions of the book with <laughs> that would have been alternate amazing. Jasons, because that would have been a really good marketing ploy. Uh, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, they're yeah. they're because of the way they wrote that, I I couldn't stop thinking about how sad and unfair it was for these like other Jasons that were doing the same thing and just got screwed over at the end. Um, and then also like Charlie and Daniela, I was really hoping uh that before before we got to the third act in the book i was really hoping that they would somehow um get out scot-free without even knowing i was hoping that he would be able to like remove jason too and slot back in and not have to involve them with the deep trauma of the multiverse that that was you know happened upon him um but no their lives got pretty royally messed up too
2: yeah charlie had a little girlfriend and he no, had to witness even...
0: his dad kill his dad multiple times. So, yeah, like, over yeah. Oh, like, yeah. But pretty... girlfriend, though. Yeah, but the girlfriend, too. That's kind of traumatic. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did y'all have any qualms or thoughts on the third act? I feel like I just talked a whole lot.
2: <laughs> my, my only qualm, not only qualm, what you said, too, but just the conversation with Jason and Daniela. And every single time, it's like, yeah, but like, was he better at sex than I was? And I was like, okay, Jason, you got, oh, to yeah. Like, yeah, agreed. They, they've obviously been through a lot. They've been with like this, this poisonous man for months. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Just like, oh, was he a better, better father than me? And the kid was like, he wasn't you dad. Yeah. But like, was he a better father than me? I'm like, okay. I, I think back. they
0: were really trying to hammer home. Like the, uh, like the trauma and stuff that you'd have to th- like, that you would have to think. Yeah. About, right. If something like that happened, but I will say the, th- those comments bothered me too, mostly because like, it was obviously out of a place of insecurity and yeah. that was the message of it. But I don't know, dude, like, and maybe this is just me, me speaking stupid. Cause this wouldn't actually happen. But like, if your first thought is like, oh, was was he better at sex. Like you, you get your priorities straight. Like you're yeah, back yeah, with your right. wife. Like that's you, what I thought the you whole time. travel the all... whole multiverse and you're and back that's with what your wife. Who about? cares? Also
2: saying that knowing your wife doesn't know anything about the multiverse, knowing that you had sex with a different version of your wife in a different multiverse.
1: Right. Come on. (laughs) Jason,
2: what are you doing?
1: And later, later he admits to that and she's like, so wait, you gave me crap for that? And he was like, yeah, "Yeah, well, fine. And then it was like, and I said
2: something and she laughed it off and we moved on. I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs)
0: Um, There was one last point that I wanted to make on the third act and it's going to come to me. Hang on. Hold on. I would third just act. say
1: while you're thinking that, that I, that I agree on your points. Um, it, I, I, the ending was at least it have some optimism for them as like a family. If you put aside all of the issues with. The other Jasons. Yeah. If you, if you think yeah. about that other universe, it's terrifying. Right. But the, for the them, it is, like, is interesting to think that they're going to be like traveling the multiverse together. Yeah.
2: It's oh, the best I, of
0: really bad situations. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is the best of really bad situation. It could have gone. I mean, the the weirdest thing to me is that like Daniela and Charlie could have ended up with any number of infinite Jasons right. and the story wouldn't have been different, but it would have been incredibly. Di- like I don't yeah. know. Do you know? Like it's, it's tough because the book really asks you to try to like examine what actually an antagonist is because he like all the antagonist was was just him barely different missing out on happiness. So like, it was really hard to root for that when you have all of these other versions that are going to be sad. Like I I like that Daniela and him at least addressed that. And they were saddened by the fact that like there was going to be this whole universe of, Jasons who were sad, you know, sad and alone. My only other complaint is that I don't buy that Jason would murder other Jasons. the The Jason that we knew, and it's said in the book, the only split difference was from the point where they started taking the tesseract into multiple doors, right? So he's a forty year old man who has all the same decision making, the same kid, the same love for Daniela. All of that stuff happens. And then he has like a month of traveling in this box. So then you have that, you know, all of them get back to this world. But you have some who are willing to brutally murder each other. I don't buy I don't that think that's because I've fetched. read. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, so, and, and I think it's up for interpretation, but you, I, I've read 200 pages of this story so far, and it's been this incredible, sweet love letter about how much he cares about Daniela and Charlie, and also he's a pretty pacifistic guy in general. Yeah, and this isn't Jason Two. Jason Two had an entirely different experience, an entirely different life. These I Jasons think, are the same Jason up until <laughs> this point. So you're well, telling me a one. Yeah, yeah. Wait,
2: I think when you toss around the word "infinite," that's argument enough. Because, like, right? An example, like there, there was one our Jason was like homeless, and another Jason walked by and gave him money, right? What if one of the other, what if Jason 15 was homeless in one of the multiverse and the other Jason comes by and like pours hot coffee on him? Like, <laughs> there's but, so
0: but much Jason, like- But our Jason, so so yes. Jason, let okay, we're, we're gonna get, this is getting really confusing. I'm gonna say yeah, Jason you know, Prime.
1: <laughs> don't go too so, far. <laughs> we don't have no, I'm not. time
0: for that. But Jason Prime, Was the same Jason. Like all of these Jasons stem off of Jason Prime for 40 plus years of his life. Right. Right. And then you have a bad month and you're willing to tell. So my question for you is, would you be able to kill you if you have a bad month?
1: In self-defense? Yes.
0: Not in self-defense.
1: No, I'm talking about the ones that were
0: hunting each other down. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. I think you're. It depends on how bad
2: your month is.
1: I think you're over-discounting how bad that month is, like Dan just said. Yeah. You're you're assuming that they all had similar experiences to our Jason. Do you remember the one that was running through the hallways that had a his back like flayed? Like they could have gone to actual hell and been driven insane yeah. in within that month. So I think you're discounting what Jason's like him. It is it is It is wild that ones that are similar to him are more willing to kill. But like the one that had a scar on his face, you kind of assume that maybe he's killed already. Yeah,
0: I I mean, I I under I understand that if there's an infinite war, if there's an if if there's infinite realities, then anything could happen. So like, of course, that's totally fine. But I just thought in my mind, and here this is just hear me out. The battle royale thing, I think, was a little weird to me i really liked jason nine or jason prime's approach to trying to get them all together to have a lottery or some sort of like peaceful way to solve this like horrible dilemma right um and then they just ended up having a crazy you know bloodbath battle royale which i thought was just like so weird knowing that it was the same jason up until i get what i understand what y'all are saying
2: i one argument to that is that I don't believe that all of them had a battle right. royale. Yeah, only the ones that were pushed through absolute crazy multiverse adventures were the ones that were like involved in the end. Yeah, and then yeah. you have the ones that like are just they are being like cool. I found home. Oh, everyone's killing each other. Yeah,
0: all I know is I like to believe that with my 28 years of existence, if Parker were to go through the the tesseract. And I were to be met with a thousand other Parkers, we would not start murdering each other. It depended on okay. a month's difference of our time. Even if, even if I went through some really bad experiences,
1: I just disagree. I just disagree. I think you're being you're discounting that way too much. Maybe <laughs> you, you are right discounting now, me.
2: I think it just feels good to have Brett on my side for a, for a two on one.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, is this how this feels, Dan? This is awful. This is awesome. You're you're assuming I don't know, I think you're no, just you assuming too have so too much power with, all the time. That they're gonna be like you. There's gonna be you and there's gonna be other parkers like you. Like, but all it's the not ones, like they had twenty-eight the ones, years of different experience. All I'm the saying twenty-eight ones, years and one month of this if and look all the ones that showed up at the at the factory, yes, a couple of them did have guns, but you have to assume that those were the more peaceful ones that wanted to do a lottery. And they, by the end, were like, "Okay, fine, let them pass." Like those, I think there's all, the ones that went to kill each other. Which you know, at the time, there's like twelve of them or something like that. Those were the worst of the worst. It's you have to think yeah. of it like a bell, a bell graph or bell chart sure, or whatever, sure, sure. bell curve. There's there's going to be outliers, and those are the ones that try and like there's it's going to be more than a. Thousand. They said there's like an infinite number of Jasons at that point. So, I think. I'm not discounting what you're saying. I agree. It's just you're you're going to be a part of the group that is peaceful and normal, but there's going to be versions of Parker that have had to every world they went into was like war zones or something like that. So Brett thinks that people. I'm
0: just one bad day away from murder, is what he's saying. No,
2: we think you're one bad month away from murder. Well, is- so so
0: this the the reason I I'll, I I did bring this up. Um, there's a common like uh, philosophical debate within. Batman, bear with me, where Joker, (laughs) I'm not kidding, bear with me, where Joker's whole thing with the Batman is he's trying to make the argument that any person is one bad day away from being as insane and as murderous and as vile and disgusting as he is towards the rest of humanity all it takes is just one bad day, one one like unfortunate thing or a series of unfortunate occurrences to happen for them to become as bad as him. And Batman obviously doesn't believe that. He doesn't buy into that because he believes that people to their core are better than that. And that's that. My whole argument here is that I just don't feel like living forty plus years of a good, kind life would be changed by. One month of
1: bad,
2: unless you had infinite chances of being
0: bad,
1: and you realized the multiverse was existed all at once, and that you had lost your wife forever, and that God. people were trying to. kill It feels you. good
2: being on this side, man. This is awesome.
0: I understand the idea of the multiverse, meaning that there can be infinite possibility, right? Right. I un- right. I understand that, but right. what I'm saying is that's not the question. The question is after. 40, there's only so many branches, right? It wasn't like there were no, There's infinite, no, branches. No, there's infinite no, 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 branches. No, I know, but there was only so many that actually made it back. Like in the chat room, there yeah. had gotten up to like it a was, couple it hundred. It was
1: more and more every time.
0: Yeah, right. But what, what, what I'm saying is it still was after 40 years of existence of the exact same... I, I under so in theory, yes, I understand what you're saying from like the the numbers, the statistics, the probability side of things. But I, Listen, I with a,
2: with an infinite universe, Parker, one of those Jasons could have gone to a universe where this exact scenario, slightly different, was already happening, and he lost. And he was like, okay, when I get home, I'm gonna be the one on top. Like that could be a situation. First,
0: like it's. But I don't think I don't th- think he kills. I don't <laughs> think that Jason seeing other Jasons kill each other would convince okay, Jason dead. to kill. We can't we can't, we can't. we can't
2: try to keep doing this. I'm so glad. Wow, it feels great that I'm not parking right now.
0: No, I. So I'm. I'm. T- I'm. This is good. This is what I wanted. I wanted healthy discourse around this. But that's. Yeah. I, that was just my my whole thought was a, yeah. a, when I was reading part three was about that. And, and where I, and, and I, again, I, I think this is more of a personal, yeah. you know, thing than like, I it's not an indictment on the book by any means.
2: I the complaint is perfectly valid.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying it's, you're it's wrong. It's not either. an indictment on the
1: book at all. I also, I loved this book, yeah. but I'm not did, saying you're it, wrong. I, 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 th- I can definitely see I that. I just think it's more believable than you do. Yes. Agreed.
0: Right are actually, multiverse travelers. It makes so much sense.
2: Um, do you have any? Yeah. Do you have any other questions? Let's bookmark it there. I think we're discussion done. We have some extra ones, but I don't know if we need to go into these. We kind of covered a lot just then.
0: I mean, I feel like we got to the meat of the good conversation that this yeah. book was wanting us to have.
2: Perfect. So I, I, will, I think
0: thematically, this book was all about like what would like what extremes would you go to? Yeah. What would you be willing to do? and 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 those type of, you know, impossible circumstances. Yeah.
2: Right. Um I have a quick author's note uh mainly just to say that Dark Matter is getting adapted on Apple TV for a television series with Joel Edgerton playing uh Jason, which is very very cool. I don't know if a director has been announced or like a like a screenplay like adapter or anything like that, but that's to come. It was announced back in like March, I think. So Yeah. Maybe we'll hear more about that soon. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. That is our last book for the year, which is kind of crazy. So there's no book to announce right now. We've got to get the list we together. Do I think we're gonna do um, another poll. Is that the plan?
1: I think so. Yeah, we need to yes. announce.
0: Books yeah, we'll we'll, we'll rack our brains about it, but we're gonna pick the bookends with friends book of the year next. Yes,
2: month. next next week is going to sorry, be sorry next the, week the the bracket kind of bracket review of all the books we did this year and then we'll pull out some books for the next probably i think we did half six months yeah, yeah next six months of books yeah um, maybe so, we yeah. should
0: do it like uh the world cup and have them go through like a round robin round first uh
2: just do a yeah group stages Ooh, group stages group stages. <laughs> group
0: stages group stages and then and then single elimination after that perfect okay Spoiler
2: I will be bringing some books that I picked this year that didn't get chosen. So get ready to not vote for those again because I'm reading Wait, that spider Wait. that spider planet book. That's oh, not how mean, it works. You
0: mean no, I, I think he means, he, it again. He means for next oh, year. Oh, for next year. Oh yeah, I'm really excited about that, of course. Oh yeah.
2: I'm bringing that bad boy again.
0: That's
1: I thought good. you were I gonna we, I hope
0: we do read it.
1: I thought you were going to bring that. I think me and Parker thought you were going to like put it up for book of the year. (laughs) And we're like, what? God, that's so funny. Um,
2: But yeah, thank you, Jacob Robinson, for.
0: Can we we take one minute? Can we take one minute to talk about the good things of the book? I feel like I I really derailed us.
1: You're not. You're okay. You're not wrong. You didn't say anything bad about it.
0: The theme of Jason saying that he would be in love with Daniela in whatever universe whatever multiverse existed and him being in love with her and every yeah. time he saw her in every version was so beautiful and yeah. so wonderful yeah
1: i mean there there you go big you feel better no it, i still feel like i think i think that's the best part about this book is that it does bring on these conversations like it forces you to think about and that's why this is if we had talked about this one last week i would have said this book probably stuck with me the longest because there's so yeah. many choices that are made. Oh, wait, I do have, I have one more. I've got
0: one more question. Okay. Go ahead, buddy.
1: We're not bookmarking it.
0: I removed. I took the bookmark out. Okay, I wanted to ahead. ask y'all what would Brett prime, not prime. What would Brett two and Daniel two be doing? So y- you know how they talked about the, the one uh, like the big change between Jason one and Jason yeah. two was the birth of Charlie yeah. and and him pursuing his Comfortable life with Daniela versus his pursuit of uh uh science and yeah. and working hard. What would what would Daniel two and Brett two be doing?
2: Uh, Daniel two, so Daniel Prime uh, always wishes that he could have been a fencer because I think I would have been Ooh. really good at fencing. But Daniel Prime grew up in small town Alabama where um the only. <laughs> weapons were shotguns and not <laughs> elegant fencing swords daniel 2 would be a fencer uh, so my elegant
1: um, man. i just had a thought what about the other jasons that branched off from the charlie like at not at, a month ago like the other ones like jason 2 do you think they'll ever try and like, do, are there's other versions of Jason that still created the box and did all this other stuff. Yeah, Probably. when we
0: get into it, guys, <laughs> there are so many timey-wimey, weird loophole things with the Tesseract that, like, I don't want to try. Because I, I was yeah. doing that game, like, while I was reading it, where I was like, what if, like, doesn't this mean that this would happen? Or doesn't this mean, that, like, essentially, like, also, when he starts going through doors with uh, Daniela and charlie there will be an infinite amount of daniella's and charlie's and him now who are creating new branches yeah because it's wild they, to think about well yeah wow. whoa okay i'm reinserting the bookmark
2: wait what about parker yeah parker parker 2 what you got
0: i oh, don't know man parker 2 is probably like like in a band i feel like that's so it's so <laughs> different than like i don't have an ear for music i wish i did i so desperately wish i did Um, uh, like actually like playing instruments you know i love music but i'm not like any sort yeah. of musically inclined so i think i think parker 2 is like like the lead bassist of like a famous band
2: wow very cool yeah. i love that okay bookmark reinserted thank you uh jacob for the intro and outro music and for listening to the bad beginning audiobook because i told him about it and he listened to it as well and then thank also you for... for
0: reading dark matter jacob oh, read yeah. this Thanks, book jacob. and read recursion and the other two and yeah. both of them and upgrade wow.
2: he read all he's three a by mad Billy lad Crash this week yeah um, Jacob, you're amazing. Thank you, Maddie, for the cover art, and never forget. Thank you both. The real friends were the books, the real, the never, uh, never forget the real books were the friends we made along the way.
0: Was that you going through the tesseract? <laughs> yes. And never, never forget, forget, forget the the real the, the, friend, friends, friends, friends were friend, the, the, the the book, 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 friends This a, podcast a, 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 wait, 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 exists
1: wait. in a multiverse. I bet one of them's successful.
0: I bet, whoa, one of us- I'm stopping. We're successful in some world.